And welcome to That Horrorcast. I'm Mallory Smart. And I'm Dmitry Samarov. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the classic 1941 monster movie, The Wolfman. In The Wolfman, we follow the extraordinary Larry Talbot. After spending 18 years in the United States, Larry returns to his ancestral home in Wales. While staying with his father and trying to make amends with him, he meets an array of new people which he seems to like. Larry expresses his sorrow over the death of his older brother and heir to the family estate, John. But things take a turn for the worst when he is bitten by a werewolf and becomes one himself. Transformed by the full moon, Larry heads for the forest in a fateful meeting with his father, Sir John, and the woman he loves, Gwen. Sorry to wake you up. I got up super early oh. for some for some dumb reason. You didn't wake me up. Uh, I just naturally woke up. I woke up really early, weirdly too, around like five thirty, and then that was just kind of me trying to go off and on back to sleep. Yeah, lucky for you, I di- I didn't make up. Yeah, I got up at like six thirty or something, and I've been up. <laughs> Yeah, Starbucks has this thing of once you wake up, you need to get out of the bed. Like, mm. your time is up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's also having a fascination with the new thing we got her, because we're not going to be around for a couple days, and there's no one else to feed her. Uh-huh. So we got her an automatic feeder. And oh, yeah. we have learned she now no longer has any use for us. Yeah, yeah, well. So who's going who's gonna to watch her when you're gone? Or oh, somebody gonna, or w- when we're in Egypt, um, yeah. Belen's, Belen's sister, she's coming home tomorrow night. We're doing a trip with her and his parents to Wisconsin. Ah. And that's why there will be nobody yeah. uh, for the cat for a few days. But when we go to Egypt, she'll still be here and guarding the apartment. Why she's coming back here, I don't know. I like her, but, you know. Yeah. After three years of going to everywhere that's more interesting, I just feel like taking, like, a two weeks sabbatical in Chicago with a family she doesn't like is weird. <laughs> well, you know, it's, I mean, yeah, we could, we could tie it into this movie. So, you know, the movie starts out with a guy returning, the prodigal son returning to his ancestral uh, estate, his castle, basically. Larry Talbot never planned to come back, but his, his brother dies, I think. I think that's the plot thing. I mean, we, we never see that. He's back for the burial of his brother, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he ends up back there. And then, you know, you know, he meets a chick and everything goes sideways. <laughs> I am so frustrated because I wrote notes last night and I have no idea what happened to them. They're on my notepad. Oh, no. I know. Oh, you like, you actually wrote them out, like not on a phone. You you wrote no, out. No, I wrote them on my uh, notes app on my oh. phone. 
I don't know, or I imagined it. I, I and don't they're know. gone? Yeah, I had thoughts. <laughs> uh, well, you'll have to recreate them from memory. I'm, you oh, know. old fashioned. How are you? I know. Mm. <laughs> no, I, I just like how. Uh, well, you're just like you're just like you're just like Larry. You know, he wakes up, does, he doesn't know what happened. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I just need to find the, the character's name because he was like hilarious to me. Don't worry, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Looking up, the Wolf Man has way too many. <laughs> I Which character? Maybe I maybe I can remember. in I'll the movie. It. Yeah, it's in the movie. I'll get what the fuck, Google? Why'd you do this to me? <laughs> Sorry, Google has this thing where now everything's like kinda overlapping on each other. Like, why'd you do this? Oh nice. I just found uh they were so demanding to I, I thought I think his name was Whittle or something. Twiddle. Twiddle. It was Twiddle, yeah. There's I just a like how they're so mean to him, like at all times. Be like, take this note, Mr. Twiddle. Do this note, Mr. Twiddle. Write it down. <laughs> Are you paying, down, paying attention, Mr. Twiddle? Like, I was just fascinated by that. <laughs> There's all all kinds of memorable characters in this movie. I mean, it's it's a very odd movie, but one of one of the odd things about that I noticed in this movie, this I hadn't seen it in a long time, but the fact that. You know, Lon Chaney Jr. and Claude Rains, they're supposed to be father and son, and they look like they're the same age. And, like, you know, be, and also because, you know, Lon Chaney's kind of hulking, and Claude Rains is a small guy, you know? Very true. It's a, it's a very strange thing. And also, but there's all these tie ins because Claude Rains was the invisible man, you know? Mm -hmm. he, he was in one of the, war, the classic monster movies before this one in the 30s. And Bella Lugosi shows up. Uh, you oh, know, so after you got Dracula, a lot of classic. Actors yeah, yeah. From the genre. Oh, yeah. And uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, the woman who plays Bella Gosi's mom, Maria Spenska, she was she came from Russia. She was she was a, a student of Stanislavski, and she's one of the main people that spread the method in America. Ooh. She was an acting teacher. She she was the teacher of Lee Strasberg, who started like the main one of the main schools in, in New York, you know? I feel so, like we've mentioned that name before on the show. Lee Strasberg? Yeah. Well, probably. I mean, he was the teacher of many, many of the the big, big actors in American history. He also, he shows up in The Godfather a, as an actor. Uh, it but was probably why I'm thinking of the Dane. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we ever talked about Lee Strasberg. Hmm. Very fun shit. Yeah, there's a really good book that I reviewed for the reader I think last year about the about how the method was born, the history of the method, how it was born in Russia and then imported into America, and you know, kind of a lot of the people stayed in America because that was right when the Russian Revolution was happening, and they weren't really welcomed back, you know, mm -hmm. so they stayed here and uh, basically. Uh, seeded all, many of the techniques that let us all the acting that we celebrate, you know, into today, you know, all the shit like, like what, like Daniel Day Lewis does where you just become the character, you know, all that crap comes from the method, uh, which was a reaction to this sort of like the classical theater where you're just 
you know, putting on clothes or you're just acting, you know? Mm -hmm. The method was about inhabiting and using your own memories and all, all this other kind of, kind of a lot of stuff that, you know, this, this is all being developed around the same time as, you know, psychotherapy. Like, so there's a lot of weird kind of, uh, yeah, psychoanalytic stuff mixed into these, uh, these ideas. But yeah, some of that is just present in this movie, just sort of like as atmosphere. You know, it's not like that this movie is about any of that. Although it is, obviously, it's about transformation. But They definitely get into psychiatry or psychology, whichever one you want to talk about, mm -hmm. which I found intriguing. Because they didn't do that in, I decided to just go ahead and do it. I watched the remake as well. Which... Uh, the, the the one with uh, Benicio del Toro. Yeah. More, yeah, kind of like in the last twenty years or something. They just they seemed kind of like they weren't leaning into the fact that he could just was be losing his mind in that one. In that one, they were just like insanely suspicious of him and mm -hmm. leaning into the more like detective, like you're a fucked up guy, you did this, as opposed to this one where they're like. I think you only think you're a wolf. Like, it happens. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bummer. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember the remake. Uh, I, I'm I'm sure I saw it, but I have no memory of it. I don't know. <laughs> um, I hate to admit, I was watching the Scorpion King the other day, and I got really bored. And I saw immediately that the Wolf Man was on there, and I was like, "Hey, gonna do the original. Might as well watch the remake." What? What's the? I don't even know what the Scorpion King is. And you don't want to, because it's a terrible movie. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's a spinoff of one of the Mummy oh. movies. It stars <coughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can imagine how great that was, because it was like one of his first roles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of great faces in, in The Wolfman. That, the guy that plays the doctor, he's in a lot of sort of like 30s, like pre-code kind of romantic comedies and you know screwball comedies mm -hmm. he's got one of those great pencil mustaches you know long nose uh yeah oh looks is he from germany yeah i guess no he's from minnesota okay german heritage mm -hmm. yeah, lo oh, lots insane. of lo lots of great faces in this movie and i mean there's a, all these theories you know about what the whole idea of the wolf, you know, the werewolf is, and the often, often the, the first one is that it's like a, it's it's a, it's a metaphor for puberty, you know. But yeah, there was definitely that transformation. Then it was the man has an inner beast kind of, and it's hard to like tell the difference between the two. Yeah. I yeah. The never would have guessed that the pentagram would have been used as a symbol for the werewolf. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know where they got that and yeah, I haven't I haven't read up exactly. I mean, this is a one of these uh myths that recurs in many cultures, the you know, the man wolf thing, but uh I don't I don't know I don't know where they cobbled together the mythology for this particular iteration of it. It's not this isn't the first werewolf movie, you know, there's there was there've been others before, but uh, yeah, the pentagram thing seems a little bit half-assed. Plus, the one you know, so I was taking screenshots as I watched yesterday. 
I was going to ask, what were you using? Because you don't have a smartphone. Uh, iPad. I was oh. pointing my iPad at the TV. Because <laughs> like, even that was like, I think he needs to have a phone to do stories. I, I, yeah, I can't do stories. on. I do most of my uh, Instagram posts on the laptop. And yeah, you can't do stories. There's lots of stuff you can't do because they want to track you and like all your movements, and they can't, they can't do it as well on a laptop, you know. Uh, so. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, iPad. But no. Um, so w- one of the ones I took was when he, when uh, old Larry reveals his chest, and it's, it says it's a pentagram, but it looks like a communist star. That's not a pentagram. Yeah, you know what I mean? It was very vague. <laughs> it was big and it was just like a it looked like a jailhouse tattoo, like somebody just poke like stick and poke tattooed it on the on him or something. Whereas <laughs> good, good old Bella had a very clear pentagram. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, they were sort of n- not not super consistent with that. So which leads me to believe that maybe this pentagram thing was like an add-on because they wanted to emphasize like the kind of demonic that it was like the work of the devil. <laughs> and then there's the whole, you know, especially when you look at the poster and everything that the man has like the inner beast and he's going after the woman. Like the last sea scene is him like going after the girl and wanting yes. to ravage her. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. It, it's it's definitely to do with, like, sexual desires. <laughs> Very much so. And, I mean, he come, he starts out and he's super aggressive. You know, for, well, first he's, he's looking at her through a telescope. That's when he first sees her. And uses all this creepy information. Like, in today's, it would be like if, if, if he opened, like, her cell phone and got, like, information about her you know he was because he saw her with this jewelry and he was describing it and she didn't un- understand how he knew it was because he was looking the fact that know, he admitted that he was looking at her through the window was like whoa okay man you're too confident and then yeah then he just kept like like relentlessly pursuing her pursuing her pursuing her so it, there's a little bit of a. It, it's not a huge leap to suggest that this thing that happens to him is a result of this aggression. You know, the way that he's pursuing this woman. Mm-hmm. You know, well, because he's being wolfish. You know, so he becomes a wolf. <laughs> and then goes into the fun stereotype about gypsies because that is where the werewolves are coming from. Sure. Yeah. yeah which yeah we're. we're and there's, yeah, one of the things, you know, this is a movie made in 1941, but, you know, more recently, even the word gypsy's gone, you know, from our language. Yeah. They're, they're referred to as Roma or Romani these days. If you use the word gypsy these days, there is a very unique caricature people think. Of. I don't even think most people, like, consider that, like, it's an actual authentic race. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think people know that. What do you think people think of when when you say gypsy? I think they just think like really bohemian person. Really? Yeah, I mean, hmm. wow, I, I guess I should make that a Twitter poll, see what people actually think. Yeah. <laughs> Ask people to find. When what I is say gypsy, gypsy what, what, yeah. 
but I, no, I've but always there's... been aware of what they are because I've always been fascinated by their culture. But, you know, there's 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 these derogatory expressions that are not used much anymore, like like to chip somebody, chip somebody say, over. Yep. That's That means cheating somebody out of money. Kind of the same as being Jewed over, you know? Oh, I've never actually heard anyone say that one. I've heard people describe people as being Jewy. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, but they're all both like sort of outdated terms, probably for the good. Uh, Don't tell my family that. Sorry. Oh yeah, they're always jip. They're always getting jipped and Jewed. Basically, <laughs> yeah. they're always getting jipped by Jewy people. Oh. Yeah. Well, it, uh, kind of. Uh, the, these are you know the, these are uh, sort of cultures or uh, that are traditionally dealt with the same way within larger societies, uh, you know, witness what happened to, to both in the Holocaust, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah, they're hated minorities within larger cultures, you know? And it then goes to the number one question that I'll always wonder, why did people hate Jews and gypsies so much? I, I, see, that just goes to a big question that I'll never understand it. But I don't think anybody can answer that, but people like having somebody to blame. <clears throat> well, you I know? guess for all the <clears throat> violence and monstrosity and men turning into ravaged beasts and everything, we blame the goddamn gypsies. Right. Although, I mean, this, you know, this in this movie, uh, yeah, yeah, they're called gypsies, but they're they're mostly presented. Uh, Sympathetically, I'd say, especially the mother. Yeah, I know, though, that the one priest <coughs> was pretty pissed off calling them kind of heathens and celebrating paganism and everything. Yeah, the, what, what do you say? He's like, you gypsies are as hard to drive out as Satan or something like that. <laughs> something so, like so, that. Yeah, he got it off some quip as, as if like Catholicism is any better. Well, at that time, it reigned supreme. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what, in terms of religion, I don't know what uh, the Roma. I'm not sure what their, what their beliefs are exactly. Uh, I don't know if they have one settled uh, belief system. I'm not sure. I don't know about that. I'm gonna see if I can find this while you continue t- talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean they. Yeah, they, in the movie, they're saying that they, it's all superstitions and stuff because they're they're the ones that believe in things like werewolves, and the normals don't. The normals in Wales are it's, it's supposed to be Wales. That's what it says that we're in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I yeah I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what people would think. Of when you say gypsy these days, that's a that's a really good question. I really do think that they have this like image of their mind of like people being very bohemian and having like weird pagan. Just a, a, a lady in a patterns headscarf and like a guy with a who with likes like to a shawl a lot, and they have shawl, shawls, and maybe they might have like a tambourine. Right. Maybe well, it's it, Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Right. No, and they're they're travelers also. They yeah. they don't have they're nomadic, um, they they have a a group that they travel with from town to town. They they don't have their own permanent land. It's apparently very hard to find um, what they believe in because there are a lot of 
different sects of uh, yeah. the Ramadi I, people. Yeah. I mean, maybe not unlike Jews. I don't think it's a settled, exact, strict one ethnicity. I don't, you know what I mean? I think it's mm. a mix of people, racially. I don't know that they're all one thing. Yeah, uh, genetically, or, you know. But the Wikipedia page on this shit is long. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like uh, Catherine the Great of Russia was one of the first people that declared them uh, crown slaves. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's made them one step higher than serfs. Good job, Kate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be like, how, how nice was she? They should add that into the Hulu series that I have not watched. Oh, about Catherine the Great? Yeah, it's called The Great. It stars oh, okay. uh, Dakota Fanning's younger sister, who's a better actress. Oh, uh, L. L. Yeah. Fan. Yeah. She yeah, plays she, Catherine the Great. Yeah, she's a good actress. That, that's, that's what I'm saying. She, like, it's We're having a weird time where like the younger siblings of child stars are actually better at acting than the child stars we're used to. Mm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of acting families. Uh, there's all those, There's like 17 Culkins, and there's there's a couple of Phoenixes. There's <laughs> I will go to the mat with the Culkin family. Rory Culkin is the best. <laughs> Which which one is in succession? Is that that is? Uh, oh my god! I, he's I, good. Uh, Kieran, I, don't know. I think. Kieran, I think it's Kieran. Yeah. Yeah, he's not in as much, but yeah, he's in that one. And uh, Macaulay, he's just feral. <laughs> so why did why did you pick the old Wolfman of all, of all things? I want to do a more classic movie. I realize that we don't really talk about old fashioned movies, except for maybe I think The Fly was the oldest movie we did up until we now. We, we dip in every now and, and then. I mean, we did Freaks, we did, like, going yeah. way back. We did... Uh, I feel like occasionally we need to, like, take a step back and be like, oh, this is how horror movies originally were. I mean, this was only an hour and ten minutes. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. And it, it didn't need to be any longer. Yeah, they got it all in. I was like, I don't I understand. Know. The remake was close to two hours. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's... There's a lot of bloat and uh, filler in uh, later movies, I feel like. I I don't mind long movies, but there's got to be some actual reason for it, some aesthetic reason. Not not show three more examples of the same thing. The only good long movies there are the ones when you don't realize that they were that long. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You walk out and you're like, oh my God, that was three hours? Awesome. Or there are movies like the, the whose intent is to portray time, you know, time like real time movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, not everyone's great at that, though. No, it's no, but I like I, I like some of those movies, but <clears throat> that's not the kind of movie that the, the, this movie is very much about plot. And this like is a very it, to the point movie. Yeah. Oh, there's plenty of atmosphere in it. I I love the set, especially in the in the kind of in the forest or whatever with with all the fog and stuff. Yeah, it, they're it always wandering. Kind of I liked it. What's that? It was my kind of vibe. I would hang yeah. out in that forest. Yeah, I I mean, and the the kind of the look of this movie has been adapted to every like 
spooky whatever haunted castle yeah it's just it's it's absolutely classic and and it looks like a stage set because it is and that's fine it's it's not a problem you know what i mean i like that they maintained a lot of the werewolf lore that most of us already know like you know silver bullets shit like that but i find it funny that the way both werewolves die were not by that they're bludgeoned to death yeah yeah with a silver handled walking stick but yeah that was a pretty like damn you guys were like up close and you got it oh also interestingly now that i think about it so you know he's oh larry's really hard pursuing this 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 woman and she sells him the instrument of his destruction yeah you know i mean she he would eventually be killed by that stick by her, by his father, no fucking less. You know, Just t- talk about some Freudian shit, you know? I was trying to figure <laughs> out, like, I was rewinding and everything, and I was just like, how did the father get the stick? Like, wh- when did that happen? Did he just take the stick? No, no, he, uh, the, uh, when, uh, when he ties him up, uh, Larry gives him the stick for protection. He gives it, he gives it to him. That's a very good son right there. Like, you might have to murder me tonight. Here's the weapon. Yeah, uh, and when he gives the, the lady his the, the charm that, that the uh, the uh, Bela's mom gives him to protect him, he wants to protect her. That logic was always very strange to me. What? Well, he's giving, he's giving, he knows he's a monster and he's giving her something to protect against him. I mean, it's one of those things where he seemed like he was just kind of like, maybe it's real. I'm not sure. Well, he's worried about it. <laughs> Which is an interesting then take about a guy who obviously is a beast and stalks her and is harassing her and then will eventually try and get her as a werewolf that he actually did low-key want to protect her. He's a monster with a conscience. He is. <laughs> like he, he's a monster, but he feels bad about it. <laughs> so I guess that counts for something. I feel like how one day at the conversation, she was just like, oh, I'm going to make sure to close the like curtains now. And he's like, oh, you don't need to do that on account of me. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 there, there's, a, there's a lot of inner turmoil and ter- torment with this guy. And he's sort of... I mean, from the start, there's something wrong. He's sort of a tragic figure. We don't really know exactly what he's been doing abroad and away from his family. But clearly, he's kind of come back with his tail between his legs you know, to start over. Mm-hmm. He's fucked up somewhere else. I don't know what he was doing. Exa- I don't remember. He, he did some kind of, he had some kind of career in, like, is it, was he like an engineer or something technical? I would say they made it seem like he knew the sciences. Yeah, but uh, yeah, wh- what is he doing back in this in the old country? Aside from burying the brother, which is barely even shown, you know. I mean, it's not. It's just, it's just it just gets him back to Wales. Uh, yeah, he's 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 definitely a tragic figure, and it's a great. Uh, I mean. It's written all over his face, you know, that something's really wrong and it can't be fixed. 
whatever's wrong with him will never be fixed. Like, he definitely came home with something wrong with him already. Yeah. Yeah. Even before he started turning into a wolf. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it was definitely a thing where everyone was already kind of, like, weary of him. Like, yeah, you're, oh, this guy, he's back. This, the, the fuck up is back. You know? <laughs> yeah, I have some thoughts like that this week, too. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> well, maybe he can turn into a wolf and and take it out on, you know? Fight back. Where's my silver-handled walking stick? (laughs) Well, not everybody gets one. Uh, Uh, It needs to be given to you by a wolf, I guess. Or someone who might want into them. Welsh castle and my amazing telescope with which I can spy on women in in their bedrooms. (laughs) I just found it... I, I still love the fact that, like, he felt like it was totally okay to say that he did. Yeah, he's sort of proud of it. Yeah. Like, you know, his peeping is his fetish. I it's don't like know. At all other times, he seemed like he was trying to be like a gentlemanly suitor and everything, except that moment where I was like, the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's complicated. So she's got, a, she's got this fiancé that she's not really into, so she's torn. She doesn't know which way she wants what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's that great scene at the carnival at the carnival where uh, they're at the sh- at the shooting uh, range. What's it called? Uh, I think. Uh, what's that attraction called? Shooting gallery. Shooting it's gallery. Like shooting gallery, and the little wolf pops up, and he can't shoot it. <laughs> and then, and then the the fiance just knocks it off instantly. <laughs> that was a dick measuring contest. We know. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah. Especially, like, you got the really good close-up of him feeling like a failure. Like, you can see it where he's like, fuck. (laughs) And the smugness of other guys. Like, wow, that was definitely a battle of the alphas. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he may be an alpha, but he's a very, very uh, conflicted one. Indeed. You know. (laughs) He's a sensitive alpha. (laughs) Is that even a thing? I don't know. Is it alpha with beta sense? Beta, yeah. f- whatever, beta rising. <laughs> hey, you just came up with your own, like, astrology shit. I yeah, love I'm going to come up with my my, uh, my own uh, bullshit astrology reel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, you know, cults have been birthed of, of less than that, you know. Um. <laughs> I'm literally going to name the episode that now. What's that? What's the name? Alpha Beta Rising. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if people have any idea what we're going to be talking about based off that title. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. There's definitely something super elemental and compelling about the 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 transformation. The, the, just the guy growing hair, you know, where he doesn't expect, which is obvi- obviously all about puberty. But I guess, but. It's, uh, yeah, it sticks with you. Even though, yeah, this movie doesn't have any super fancy effects, and it doesn't even, it doesn't do, uh, like, a lot of the later ones show you the transformation. This is, like, off-screen mostly, and and kind of, like, wipes, and, like, kind of... I think they did a very interesting job for their time. Like, it was just kind of like, you'd almost see, like, a weird blur ti- or something. Yeah, time lapse kind of thing. 
And you'd be like, ah, hairy feet, uh-oh. Yeah, uh, and then he had to put on those weird shoe, rubber shoes that make him walk funny mm-hmm. on, on his toes. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I, I, I love all that practical stuff. And you read about uh, Lon Chaney complained and complained because it took hours to get in makeup, you know? He had to sit very still to get all this makeup on him. Well, at least, at least he only had to be the wolf for a little bit, not that long. <laughs> no, no. And, you know, I guess I guess he had his own tour, Lon Chaney Jr. Well, first off, they made him change his name to Lon Chaney Jr. to capitalize on his famous father, you know, Lon Chaney, the man of a thousand faces. Uh, uh, his real name was Creighton, and uh, his dad didn't want him to go into movies. He didn't went in, into movies at, like, later. I think around the time his dad died, he started making movies. It's a really weird time to stick it to your dad. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really is. It's like but he had, yeah, he had a lo- he had a long long career. Uh, he was in a lot of westerns, a lot of monster movies. He did a lot of stuff. He acted, I think, into the seventies. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, he had like a forty year career or something like that. You know. So. I feel the movie was so short <laughs> that <laughs> we're not going to have enough, like, to say about it. No. Like, I'm trying to think, like, what else did Marilyn think? I liked it. <laughs> I, I did like it. And it was a lot better than the remake. I'll make sure people know that. What was Oh, yeah. So what was wrong with the remake, would you say? I think did it, it explain too, too much? It was too bogged down in dialogue yeah. Yeah. And then when it wasn't being bogged down by like just drawn out speeches and monologues and everything, there'd be like really fast, gory attacks by the wolf. Did you see, did you ever see the really, the, that silly movie called Wolf with uh, Jack Nicholson? No. And, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? That's another version of this. It's 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 ridiculous. I mean, it's you should you should track it down. It's a very silly movie. <laughs> I am looking it up as we speak. But it 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 really leans into him. Like, basically, he turns into a wolf and he it, it unleashes his like hypersex drive and he becomes super hypersexualized. It really leans into all the, those kinds of themes. I mean, in the in the early '40s, you know the the production code was in and stuff. And they couldn't really even, you know. I, I think there may be one kiss in the in in the in the Wolfman. <laughs> it's a very chaste version <laughs> of that. Yeah. So you have to think about the sexual themes in uh, kind of not not in direct ways. So this is a pretty badass cast, and I also like that it's directed by Mick, Mike Nichols. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It's a it's it's very. Cheesy. I, I don't know. I don't think it's a good movie, but it's entertaining. Yeah, I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer is great, great actress. You know? The very first thing in the summary is exactly, I think, what we were trying to get at with the Wolfman is that he finds himself full of youthful, youthful vigor and then suddenly discovers that he's a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's weird. Yeah, there's this, there's definitely uh, a strong puritanical streak to this whole story like the guy is being punished for having 
sexual desires. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure where that exactly comes from in terms of you know, the sort. There's like, I mean, why why shouldn't he be horny for this chick? Like, what's wrong with that? I think they're giving off the gypsies are a bad influence, and this is what they do. They make you do uncatholic things and try and steal other men's wives and be sexual harassy and shit. Well, yeah, this guy, the prodigal son, returns to this like very traditional village, and he's being gossiped about and judged, and he can't do anything right, and everything he wants is is considered bad. Uh, and then he's hunted down and killed for 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 wanting what he wants, which mm-hmm. is just to to get in this lady's pants, <laughs> basically. That's it's it's strange. All he wanted was that. Yeah. And then he gets bludgeoned by the stick that he bought from her. Yes. Uh, and and they everybody everybody in the town uh, whether they believe in these superstitions or not knows about it except him. He's the only one that's clueless about this wolf werewolf stuff, you know, until it's too late. That's why I did find it interesting <laughs> that he gave the charm to her. <laughs> kind of maybe like uh, I see you already believe into this werewolf shit. Um, I'm told I might become one here, so you're protected from me. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's it's meant to redeem him since that he doesn't just want to screw her. He want he he actually loves her because he, he wants to protect her. <laughs> yeah, he wants to protect her against his own say, desires. Yeah, I'm gonna say like if someone were to give me something and be like here, so I don't try and rape and kill you. I don't, this is to protect you from me. Sweet, sweetheart, here, here's this chastity belt for you. It's, you know. Basically. <laughs> just in case. I, I just in case I, ju- I jump through your window in the middle of the night as a werewolf, you'll be, you'll be covered, literally. <laughs> it's exactly what it felt like to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of mixed messages, and yet... It's it's still somehow compelling. You know, you feel for the guy. And it's the ultimate it's great because the monster and the hero is the same thing, same guy literally here. Mm-hmm. So you you don't have to there's no confusion that he's the he's the guy you're rooting for. You know? That's why he, you get such a sad like aw. And he's doomed. Yeah, he's he, and he's going to die. There's no redemption, you know. I mean, I think you get that like in that kind of poem or yeah. whatever, whatever you're calling it that she recited when one, her son died and then she recites it to him when he died. They all, they all recited some villager recites it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. It's about like the, w- you're released when you're struggling. Yeah. So yeah, the only, the way, only way to fight your base desires is, is to die, <laughs> which is, that's bleak. That's <laughs> very bleak. <laughs> I'm looking at this makeup. I can't imagine it would take the, really that long to get like him in that werewolf mm-hmm. vibe. He, he complained and complained about it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not a. I think they just attached those hairs to his face with like glue and stuff. Okay, that would suck. Yeah. Like it's it's not a mask. Yeah. It's ma- you know what I mean. <laughs> 
That's they the really problem. Had to fuck with shit back then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense because then he, if they want him to move and stuff, it it's a it's a it's a good looking, it's a good looking face. But although he kind of looks more like a big dog, but <laughs> he, the fact Which that one will, he wolf walks dog, two legs and everything, so that's already like not where really werewolfy. Well, we're we're used to more more high you know more high concept more more effects and stuff like the the trans like there's an amazing transformation like in the American Werewolf in London. That's fun and it, it goes way out, you know. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like his his legs are bursting out of his pants and stuff and turning into wolf legs, you know. And, and he's on all fours. See, that's a good movie. Oh yeah, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, that's a good one. That there's was many, many. I had on my list. Yeah, there's so many. It's weird that it's taking us this long to do a werewolf movie. Maybe that's why you picked it. Uh, yeah, maybe I was just in the mood for that. It's one of those things where I feel like we've covered most classic monsters. <laughs> I mean, we haven't hit Frankenstein yet, but I don't really feel a need. Do you? Frankenstein? Yeah. It's a great movie. I don't know. It is it's, a great movie. It's hard. Yeah, the the tough thing about some of those is, like, what else do you say about it? That's the issue, like, where I'm running into here is that, like, it was just a really good movie. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's a little bit hard to talk about because it it's, it's the origin of so many things. What else could we... We could do, like, well, there's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. There's, uh, there's some other ones I could think of. Well, next one is on you. That's true, and I, I've put no thought into it. I think we're going to have to leave it a cliffhanger because I'm going to have to consult my list. <laughs> yes, you and, and your list. <laughs> I, I have it. I, I have it saved. Uh, not like you and your invisible imaginary notes app. You know, I am determined to find that. Like, I even just checked, like, recently dele- deleted and everything. That's not there. Like, uh <laughs> I have notes that I took like during our reading. Oh, I, I am refusing to let Blant post that video. <laughs> Why? You don't like it? Um, no, it, it's not uh, like it. It's um, I didn't realize that several times. He didn't even realize it too, and he was like, "I am so sorry." He was taking pictures with his camera and filming with his phone. Uh-huh. Occasionally, his head would go on frame and block us. Well, he's he's fired as our official videographer now. I know. Well, I was just like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Like, he was, like, in front of the camera the entire time I read. <laughs> Maybe he's leaning in. He wanted, he wanted to make sure not miss anything uh, in a single word. I got good pictures of myself from that moment, <laughs> but... <laughs> Well, uh, fear not, because tomorrow on 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 my on my uh, podcast, I'm I'm posting the audio version, and so you can hear the whole reading. <laughs> oh, I loved actually the audio version. I listened to it. There oh, was you did, one you... thing. Oh, Belinda actually cleaned up the audio a little bit, so maybe he'll send some of that. So we shift around. You could hear it. Yeah, uh, there's there's some spots. Yeah, like and I'm I think I have my coffee cup or something. Something is rustling around. On and off, but look, it's not a it's not a professional recording. You can hear it. Oh, it's you good enough. You know it. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was that was fun. Uh, I had a really good time at that reading, and I don't usually have good times at readings. So yeah. Yeah. No, it was easy. I I knew I knew it would be fun. It was like yeah, uh, 
and there was a good con yeah each of us had very different work which was nice it wasn't all the same thing <laughs> that's why i went with a very like different piece where i was like i'm gonna bring bring the comedic relief here I i'm just gonna be weird <laughs> You and you and your AI's uh, Jeffrey Dahmer fix, fixation. You know what <laughs> is that? It was right after the Evan Peters miniseries came out, and I was telling. Oh, um, when you were writing that, when you were working on that. Yeah, I was telling <laughs> the uh, I I forget his name. One of the people there, because he was wondering, he was like, "Which one was you and which one was the AI?" And I actually yeah. decided to like tell him. Yeah. I didn't write the Jeffrey Dahmer one. Yeah. That one was AI. And yeah, we were talking about that afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I have like 10, 15 different versions of that yeah. story. <laughs> AI took a while to get like a good one out. And I was like, all right, we're going with you. <laughs> I was a little like worried that people would be like, not AI again, because of like the discourse and everything. So I was sure. Like, tiptoeing into that subject. No, you know, people seem to be pretty receptive. I don't know. Where it's like, you know, I'm not here being like, let's all use AI. It was one of those, hey, I did a fun experiment. If yeah. you guys want to hear my experiment, here we go. And they did. Yeah, I got <laughs> a lot of conversation. I just like that um, when I was talking about Jeffrey Dahmer with that little group of people, I could hear across the room other people were talking about John Wayne Gacy, and I was like, this is a really weird basement. <laughs> I, I, I know. <laughs> it, what mood did you bring to that reading? Well, yeah. Obviously, Where's serial that? killers are on the brain. I, I guess so. I guess so, and there's not a single serial killer is referenced in in my book. I don't think. Unless I don't think I refer are you the person who's serial killing in the city right now? I won't tell. Oh, the the one throwing people in in into the water. Mm -hmm. No, I wouldn't admit to it. <laughs> that is true. Mm. That's sad. Yeah. On your deathbed, will you? <laughs> I promise, yeah. I'll confess to all the crimes then. <laughs> it's definitely a very overly Catholic thing, but it's like, I want to know what you did. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, the whole confession thing is, yeah. I find it odd as shit. Although. You, you, you go into a little booth. Oh, and, no, and, the and priest comes to you when you're about to die. Well, well, yeah, no, I mean the confession, the Catholic confession, just while you're alive, you have to go into a little room. <laughs> okay, I have to say the dumbest thing. Yeah, I never liked going to church. I've already expressed that my parents are hardcore Catholics, like the ones in this movie. Those uh -huh. Get rid of your fucked up pagan beliefs. I had <laughs> no belief in anything, and my cousin really hated going to church too, and he told me how he got out of having to go to church every Sunday, and I tried it, and it backfired on me massively. Yeah? Where he was just like, here's what I did. When I would go into confession... I would, one, raise doubts about God, and then make up really fucked up things I did. Yeah. That that did not work out at all. You were kicked out. Uh, I wish I was. Instead, like, <laughs> the priest was like, maybe we do need to do some counseling. Maybe we should talk about this more. And I was like, fuck. Like, no, I was trying to get away. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Now I wish my cousin would tell me what he said so he got off, but yeah, yeah. I wonder too. Well, in the in the context of the, the wolf man, like so, all these gossiping Catholic villagers, like, what's their end like goal? Like, they want everybody just to to conform and be miserable. Like, that sounds the, like the Catholic way. Yeah. Because yeah, old Larry's being punished for wanting to to fuck basically. Yeah, so that's what they're judging him for, to running around and having. Have, being horny. <laughs> and whatever mystery thing he did before he came back. Yeah, and they hate him for that because, like, all they have no desires left in them. Is that the problem? <laughs> it, it, it definitely seems to fit the Catholic way. Is that, that's the Catholic way. I wouldn't know. But <laughs> I wish I didn't know. But <laughs> it's one of those, if we're miserable, everyone needs to be miserable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's so actually so sad though. No one, when he died, all those crazy Catholic people and everything, who gave him the closest thing to the last rites? The gypsy. It's true. And then the other great thing in this movie is the way at the end, like the the cover up begins, like the fake news begins, where they go and say, "Oh, look, it's Larry. He must have come to." To attack, and the wolf attacked him and killed him. Larry that's how that's how, how they attacked by werewolves. Yeah, that's how they cover up that he was the wolf because they can't have they can't have that story out in their little village. That would fuck everything up. Especially because it makes it seem like his family was supposed to be like one of the like higher class, better seen, esteemed families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her his father is a sir, you know, mm-hmm. S- Sir Talbot. Like, we can't have you ruining our name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the yeah the, the cover-up begins. But then they, yeah, because this movie was successful, they kept, they resurrected him like ten times. Because, uh, yeah, Lon Chaney Jr. played him many, many times. Yeah, I'm trying to see how many. Wolf I think it's like five or six times. I'd say you're close, yeah. I, I think so. I think it's a bunch. Wow. They even have a Frankenstein meets the werewolf. Mm-hmm. Or the wolfman. No, the last one is like Abbott and Costello meet the wolfman or something. Or meet Franken... Like, you know, Abbott and Costello meet all the monsters. That's when they were like cross... It's like it's like what they do now with these like superhero movies where all of them meet each other, you know? But there they... You know, they had more of a sense of humor back then, so they had, the, like, the comedy teams meet the monsters. I am reading <laughs> that uh, this film is part of the Universal Monsters movies, and yeah. it's a whole thing, yeah. they It's almost like the Marvel of their time, but... Well, sure, yeah. All the cla- I mean, they were... I think they were mostly meant as, like, kind of B-movies, uh, but they became successful, so they kept... Yeah, they kept... Uh, plugging them into things. And that's why, the, yeah, they can keep remaking them and remaking them because they own these characters. Well, obviously, there's a very big love for it. I mean, obviously, I can't see what they did at the box office. It had a decent budget, like six figures, but, you know, 
Yeah, I, I think I think it I think it was a hit. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't, they wouldn't keep like making it over and over. It's interesting though that I, I guess this must have been Lon Chaney Jr.'s first big role because he didn't have top billing. It was Claude Rains was top billed. Claude Rains had a very very long career. He he did all kinds of movies. Oh, Bella Lugosi was pretty high on that too. Yeah, but yeah, Bella. It's interesting that Bella Lugosi just has like a a, a bit part in it. Yeah, like like this is after Dracula. Hey, there he is. Huh? It it was like a small role. We're like, hey, there he is. Yeah. Yeah, but they all uh, all those actors swapped roles in the monster movies. I th- I think Bella Lugosi played like Doctor Frankenstein. I think he's he's played he played Frankenstein in another movie, uh, and Boris Karloff played all kinds of roles. All of these guys. It was kind of like, it, they were kind of like carnies, you know, they had to do, they had to keep keep the show going over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they weren't like billionaires, like later, later movie stars, they had to keep working. I mean, you look at some of their fil- filmographies and they'll do like five or six movies a year or something, you know, that wasn't unusual in the 30s and 40s. They cranked these things out. Like not mo- not only is this movie short, but I'm sure it was made very quickly. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I see now who played Gwen in the remake is Emily Blunt. Ah. I I was like I know she that was I the the love interest the the yeah. What annoyed me at the end is uh. She knows, or at least I hope she knows that she was going to be attacked by. Him, but she goes in the forest anyways to look for him. Like, what's that about? Is she just C- supposed to be? Come on, Mallory. It's person? because she wants to be attacked. That's why, because she wants it just like he does. <laughs> that is true. That you is know, true. like what I want you. Yeah, they want. You know, it takes her a while to warm to him, but yeah, she wants him, especially once once the fiance becomes such a stick in the mud. <laughs> and then she's like, "Look at this crazy motherfucker." Yeah, f- because there, yeah, there's an earlier scene where I think it's still at the carnival where uh, she comes up to him and 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 he's like, "What what ha- like what happened?" And she she tells him that she had a fight with her fiance, so now she's clearly she's good to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I found that scene interesting. Just that whole like end game of like the little merry band of hunters who are actually really bad at shooting and then wandering around in the in the fog yeah yeah like just so many different kind of mini stories were happening at the end there a bunch of people with different motivations yeah it's great in this like it's not really a forest it's just like it's a stage set very obviously in the idea of a forest with kind of layers of there's a tree and then there's some fog and then another tree and some fog and some lights in the distance it's it's fantastic, <laughs> but it, it totally works. Oh, it definitely does. That's yeah. It's one of these movies where like it, the limitations work in its favor. You know what I mean? I think at that time period, they had to do that with any horror movie. Really, they had to play with what they had. But, well, that's that's the mistake they keep making in all the uh, whenever. Almost all, I mean, there's exceptions, but when they remake the, these classic movies, 
they add more backstory, more effects, they make it bigger, faster, stronger, whatever, and it loses a lot, you know? That's why I like, don't like current zombie movies and shit. Yeah. Le- less is more. Th- this movie just works on atmosphere and suggestion. You don't you don't need any of that. I mean, this this came up when we were talking about the two versions of the fly, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I love Cronenberg, but it's not... The old fly is better. I mean, it definitely is. Again, it's a very straight to the plot. Like, you're not really wondering what the hell's going on as much. Yeah. Whereas in Jeff Goldblum, I love the hell out of him. But, yeah, there's just way too much going on. Oh, here's an idea. Well, if we want to go back to do another classic or comparison thing. We, we could do the, the two Nosferatus. Ooh. Have you seen uh, Werner Herzog's Nosferatu? No, I haven't. With Klaus Kinski, it's it's really good, and it's very different than the original. Adding it to my list. So, so may, maybe that's an idea. I mean, we're yeah, we're gonna we gotta wait. We're not gonna record for a while, but yeah, maybe maybe that's a that's a good thing, good one to do. Maybe I'll try and make people watch it with me while I'm on my vacation. Yeah, you should watch Nosferatu in Egypt. <laughs> As, like, <laughs> I will say, this is so funny. Uh, <laughs> don't discredit people, like, randomly, like, watching movies and everything, like, in weird vacation settings. Right after we did the podcast about uh, Midsommar, uh-huh. um, Malek was like, what is that? I want to watch it. And oh, I was yeah? like, oh, you should definitely watch it. I think you'll dig it. And she did with a group of friends and everything at a commune in Sweden. Really? Wow. That's, and wow, she was that, just like that. that that's on the nose. Good vibes. Oh, yeah. That must have added a whole layer of creepiness to it. Yeah. Like, like it could be happening to them. Like she was saying, she was like, oh, this was actually a really good movie, I think. But everyone felt very awkward at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe in Egypt I'll be like do you guys like vampires because <laughs> we are going to be staying well, in le- like a look, Bedouin camp at one point be like this is a good time for me to take out my MacBook right <laughs> you, you could go all in and just watch the mummy in Egypt <laughs> see that's too on the nose it's got to well, be something I, a little bit more it's like watching Midsommar in, in Sweden <laughs> it's <is> true <laughs> Not just in Sweden, at a commune in Sweden. Yeah, yeah. Like if if your vacation was in 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 like Yugoslavia, you know, like and you're watching Dracula, that would be the same, you know. Like. <laughs> what's a good horror movie? We're gonna stop at Vienna on the way home. Like, what's a good horror movie to watch there? Oh, Austria. Uh, uh I, I have to think about it. I'm sure there. I'm sure I could find something. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be my new thing. No, like, no, I need to watch a horror movie at every place I go. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, Dra- Nosferatu, he ends up in, in, in London. He, he comes from, from Transylvania or, or if you could, wherever, Romania to, um, to London. Mm-hmm. So those are, those are your spots. Or on a ship. Just like, yeah, like, what's that? Yeah, the, that ship, the, the Demeter, or Demeter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I look forward to watching those and comparing. I'll take notes. <laughs> You'll take notes and then lose them. 
I probably will, but, but I'll try. <laughs> Watch, you'll, we'll, we'll hang up and you'll find the notes instantly. I'm immediately looking at it right now, and it's like, I'm going to find it. Holy fuck. You found him? Yes. All right. Well, it's not too late. We're still on. It was just me talking a lot about Twiddle. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's all Twiddle, all ex, extra Twiddle content. Yeah. Who was, yeah why, why were you so... Uh, so because they just fascinated mentioning with this so not like necessary character and yeah i guess it was like comic relief or something you know that's yeah what i found funny because like they would be so serious and everything and be like pissed off and be like take a note twiddle and yeah <laughs> that and i also took note writing why is why are his clothes still on, but not his shoes? Like, why is it only his shoes that need to be taken off? <laughs> yeah, imagine, because like his body shape does totally change. Oh, and the transformation, yeah. Uh, I always wondered, and I, I probably won wondered when I was a kid seeing this, how when they w when he wakes up, like he wakes up in bed or whatever, but he's still in his clothes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess that's that's the magic. You have to. <laughs> it's it's some kind of re reconstituted, because you think, in the in the later versions, they dispense with that, like they're he, they burst out of their clothes, you know. But definitely. And they wake up like naked or in rags or something, <laughs> or in the swamp. <laughs> I'm just starting to think of every werewolf movie I know. Yeah, that is pretty accurate. But it, you know, similar to it's it's totally yeah, I guess it's totally about sex because you know, like they have this this great like energy and burst burst of like whatever activity, and then they fall asleep. You know? Yeah, definitely, that is exactly what it is. And then you just feel so bad for Gwen at the end because you're like, "Fuck, she's gonna go into a marriage she hates now." Like, yeah, well, so she's cool. she's gonna be in a marriage just like approved by the villagers, loveless and like. Just, and she'll spend her days like those old ladies spreading gossip and judging people walking across the town square. <laughs> there was a part of me where I was really hoping that he would have bit her, like, at the end. But mm. Mm. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I don't think it worked. Yes, it, here we're getting into more vampire, v vampire lore. Well, isn't that how he became a werewolf? Because he was bitten? Yeah, but the, yeah, but it's like... It seems like it's a different, it's just a curse and it seems like it's confined to you. Like you don't, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, is it, uh, who's, it? is it in Twilight or somewhere where they're like the vampires battle, battle the werewolves? Is that in Twilight? Yeah. That's actually they have a few. The, it's the also groups, True Blood. Yeah, like their enemies or something. Yeah, True Blood has that, right. Yeah, and Twilight. <laughs> So, so yeah, they've they've definitely elaborated on these themes, but it's different. It, it's a different uh, affliction or whatever. In curse. most werewolf movies, it's one of those like you kind of were already born into that. Yeah. Yeah, it's less of like a, this is your problem. But I'd have to watch more old movies with werewolves to see how they go about it. Yeah, it it never seems to end well for the werewolves. There's no, I don't know that there's one where they like like the guy werewolf and the lady werewolf meet each other and they like sail off into the sunset. I mean, that it's doesn't not like ever he's happen like to them. 
a very seductive vampire where it's like, ah, he looks just like a sexy guy. This is a fucking animal, a savage beast. People are going to yeah. be hunting him. Yeah. You don't need yeah, to convince w- them to kill that individual, whereas with the vampire, they're like, is he a vampire? Yeah, vampire is more about seduction. and He's, he's casting a, like a romantic spell. A werewolf is not doing that. Yeah. He just has, he has these uncontrollable desires <laughs> and he, he, he's tormented by them as much as his victims. <laughs> so tormented that he felt like he needed to give Gwen some protection from himself. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that should just be a new Valentine's Day gift. Yeah, here, here's a locket. <laughs> here's a force field so I can't touch you. <laughs> I don't want to hurt you because I know I actually would. So there you go. <laughs> I really want to hurt you. So have this to fight back, to protect yourself from me. Yeah. I don't know when, but eventually I can become a horrifyingly savage beast who will ravish you. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's kind of amazing that this movie pulls that, like this kind of horrible message off. And it's still, it, there's something really human about that. But like, like knowing your garbage and telling people, you know, like, like I'm, I'm just trash and I'm just telling you, but I, I can't help myself in here. I mean, he was trying to tell the other people before too, where he's like, I think this is what's wrong with me. And everyone's like, you're just delusional. They didn't, well, yeah, and there's also like a level of like class, th- there's a class situation since he's in the upper class, he, he has privileges and he's going to be protected and whatever his flaws are going to be covered up and which happens in the end, really, you know, they start to cover up because you know that like, you know, when a couple of years later in that village, they'll never know that he was actually a werewolf. He'll be a considered a tragic victim of some rabid animal. He's a hero. He saved yeah. the girl. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, which is all along what he's trying to be. He's trying to be a hero, but, he has to die to be one. Yeah. That's I think that's up. a perfect way to end it. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep thinking about that. That's that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> that's not good. But yeah, yeah, totally, totally fun. Yeah, good, good suggestion. It's fun, fun to revisit after many, many years. I don't even know the last time I saw this movie. I think it was really, yeah, it was a fun thing. You know, I had my whole Halloween set up already. I know it's not anywhere near Halloween, but. <laughs> You're ready. <laughs> I'm ready. You know, I'm not going to be here for half of October. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to start early. Yeah. I don't think they care about Halloween that much in Egypt. I guess you'll find out when, on, when you invite everybody over for your screening of the Nosferatu double feature. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, enjoy, enjoy Klaus Kinski and his and the and Werner Herzog thousand uh, repainted rats that he has in that movie. He painted all these rats white because that's just when he caught my intrigue even more. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's a Werner Herzog joint, so you know, yeah, <laughs> gotta have a different kind of insanity. Yeah. <laughs>